there, and welcome to another episode of Delivering Marketing Joy. I am your host, Kirby Hossman, and joining me today, a brand new rock star, first-time guest. I'm super excited for him to be with us today. He's the owner and CEO of Roar Media, and he's an expert in digital marketing, so I can't wait to chat him up on this. Dallin Cottle, thank you so much for being here. Thanks for having me. Super excited. Cool, cool. Well, so digital marketing, it's funny, I was thinking about this. Um, both of us are in the marketing industry and digital marketing is one of those terms right now that's just being thrown around. And I feel like it, like it, it's being thrown around to describe a bunch of different things. Um, so I thought well, I'd like to go to the expert here um, and just define it. So can you define digital marketing, sort of um, what it actually is, and give us some 101 tips on how to get started doing digital marketing right if we're not already doing it? Yeah, great question. So, I mean, digital marketing, really anything that's anything that's digital, right? I mean, there's a lot of different mediums, but you're absolutely right. That's where it can get really thrown into the mix of, well, my, you know, our local news station now does a, you know, an ad online that's digital marketing, you know, right? Technically, right? Yeah. Um, so you'd start breaking down digital marketing as like, well, now you have, you know, paid social, you have like, you know, just organic social, you know, ads you have, or just organic uh, posting, right? You have your, um, I mean, literally all of those different components of like paid social, paid search, everything that kind of comes underneath that umbrella, but digital marketing, yes, broad, broad terms, right? So it's like, what's working for you? Oh, digital marketing's working. It's like, well, that doesn't really tell, you know, that's, that's really too broad. And so but one of the things that I've seen with a lot of the business owners that we work with, and we work with businesses of all different sizes. So that's one thing that when we first started the agency, we realized there was a huge gap in the market for the businesses that are just starting out. And so we wanted to create solutions for them, but also create solutions for our clients who are spending hundreds of thousands of dollars every month in ads. Right. That's a pretty tough like feat as an agency to service yeah. that kind of spectrum, right? And so we had to do things very different than just, you know, either you're an enterprise level agency or you're a lower tiered agency. We had to kind of, you know, play back and forth. And the one thing that I've noticed across the board, doesn't matter how big, how small the business is, when it comes to digital advertising, it comes down to one principle and it's high velocity marketing. Okay. And what I mean by that is it's whatever you choose to do, you have to go at it with a high velocity. Okay. So when um, chatbots first were kind of released, like with Messenger on Facebook, everybody went to chatbots because it's the next shiny thing. Right. Well, as soon as they see the next shiny thing and they're only 60% of the way built out over there, they shift. When does it, I mean, what we're trying to do is provide value in the marketplace, contribute, give content. And in return, when we give out all the value, it comes back around. Right. right. And so, but if we go and we give, we get 70% of the way ready to share the content, nothing gets shared. And then we shift and then we wonder why digital marketing doesn't work. Right. Mm. So then in the desperation, we say we should hire an agency right? Right. to save us. Right. So that we can finish all these projects we started. And that's the, the endless, you know, kind of cycle where most businesses fall, but right. the ones that succeed are the ones who see it all the way through at a high velocity, they go super fast. They speed it up. They mess up along the way, but they complete the actual direction that they're headed in. That's yeah. That's super interesting. Um, 
because that's exactly right. I feel like there is, there's always a new shiny thing. And so the idea of sort of being all in on one pathway makes a ton of sense. So at least nicely into my, my next question, because there's a lot of companies who feel like, okay, I can do this myself. I can, I can do the digital marketing thing or, you know, so there's a lot of people doing it or, or as I like to say, trying to do it. Right. So how do you know when, um, obviously you're an agency that people hire. So how do you know when to hire an agency or should you at all? Yeah. Great, great question. So what, I mean, Again, this kind of goes back to how do we service clients of all different sizes, right? Um, and so we we introduced as part of our agency services, we have a full service agency, but then we have underneath that, we have fractional CMO. So what that basically means is we become your chief marketing officer and we help strategize where you're headed, right? Okay. And so going through this strategy and kind of understanding more of the insides of you know, hiring people on their teams and helping them with that and also helping with directing where should they go with digital marketing to start out. What we've kind of seen is the place that you should hire is when you have capital to do it, right? Okay. So like first first things, you know, first is like, if you have the capital, you have more, you know, resources or capital than you have time, then hire it out. Let the experts come in and do it, right? Okay, that makes um, sense. Now, what you didn't ask was, how do you know you're hiring the right one? That's a, oh, yeah. that's a different question, right? We can yeah. go into that. But the big question is, is when should you do it is at the point when you have enough capital. But I'd also say when we're, when my like, you know, team is, you know, having our initial discovery calls with a business, we want to find out like, have they tried it themselves? Like, do they actually know what it's going to feel like to like, spend a thousand dollars on Facebook ads for the first time or, you know, 10 grand or whatever it is. And if they don't know what it's like, sometimes there can be, you know, we're not wizards. So there can be a really unrealistic expectation, right? That they're just going to, we're going to wave a wand and all their troubles will be gone when all it does is solve one problem and it's getting more attention and traffic. Right. Right. Yeah, no, that makes a ton of sense is figuring out exactly what the goal of it, because that's another part I hear all the time is like, well, what is it you were actually trying to accomplish, right? Yeah. Like, is it exactly. more, more people into your store, more people to your website, more phone calls, more what's, what's the actual way we're going to measure success because that, that, that can get you totally sideways as well. Exactly. And right along that same line is when the other, the other kind of part of this is when you find something that's working. So let's say you were to DIY, like you don't have the money to just throw it at agency like work. Well, as soon as you start crack, you crack a formula, hand it off. Just like any good business owner would know. As soon right. as you figure it out and you're able to, you know, make it repeatable, like either go out there and actually hire someone to fill in the gaps, right? Or bring in an expert that can expand on it and take it to the next level. But if you have a crappy offer or product that hasn't done well, yeah. putting more money behind it isn't going that. to make the problem go away. <laughs> it's the same principle of, you know, you know, you're the same person with money or without <laughs> money will just amplify the person that you yeah. are. Right. You'll yeah. be, if you're giving when you're poor, you're going to be giving when you're, when you're wealthy. Right. That's a great point. Same yeah. way with advertising. I, that's a great point. I like that a lot. So in doing a little research about you, I know that you um, you talk a little bit about using a CRM, right? And yeah. so I, I, I get the, just based on what I've read, I get the idea that you're a fan. So how yeah. can a company use a CRM to grow? 
Yeah. So, and so, yeah, so CRMs have really adapted like over the last, like, especially over the last couple of years, it seems like every day you're on Facebook and you're getting like, you know, use this new like email software platform, like it'll solve all your problems, right? Or right. try this out and it will solve all your problems. So the way to look at a CRM is it's like, you're going to Home Depot and you need to buy a, you know, you need to buy some sort of tool. You need to buy a hammer, right? Mm -hmm. And it's like, great, I've got this hammer now. What am I going to do with it? <laughs> right? <laughs> right? On a very dumbed down level, right? Well, we can start hitting things, right? A CRM, you can start throwing contacts into it and hopefully that you can kind of start to keep track of them. But the the true essence of what we've what we've kind of built over here with, with Roar Media is we wanted to make sure that the CRM talks with marketing, right? Mm -hmm. Sales and marketing go hand in hand. Yeah. What happens and you know what happens over here with sales, we need the feedback to know if they're not getting good leads then the marketing needs to change, right? Or the channel needs to change. And so a couple of years back when we started working with the United States Air Force, I dove into trying to learn a little bit more about their history. Well, I came across this guy by the name of John Boyd um, maybe some of your listeners have, have heard of John Boyd, but he was a, he was a fighter pilot okay. uh, back in world war II, And his whole mission, you know, was to stay alive and to help other people stay alive. Right. 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 And so when it's life or death, you start to think a little bit differently about the way that you're doing things. And he said that there was really no way for them to, they weren't taught really a way to make these split decisions. They like these really fast decisions yeah. or high velocity decision-making that we might call it to actually create a system that can be repeated with every single person flying a right. plane. Right. And so he did, he developed a, a kind of a theory called the OODA loop. So observe okay. what's going on around you, right? Orient yourself, make a decision and then act. And you have to do that in a, in a split second, right? You need to be able to make that, you know, adjustment there. And so in this theory, we pulled that in and we were like, as I started researching this, I was like, man, this is marketing 101. This is like the, the adaptability to realize what's going on around us. It's to help your audience adapt to you. And so what we started to realize was UDA was not just a principle of, you know, for fighter pilots, but it was a principle for every business owner, every marketer, and every, every CRM, where if the CRM can help you observe, so the data that you're getting back, right? Right. Can help you actually start to orient by putting them into pipelines and helping people move through the process, right? Help them make decisions by creating reviews and testimonials and things that the system can actually help perpetuate that. Mm -hmm. And then can the actual system help process the payment and actually get, you know, and then repeat the cycle of getting the word back out, getting the data yeah. and rinse yeah. and repeat. And so we named our platform that we built UDA Pro, right? Okay. Um, based off of that same kind of concept. And so whatever business you're running, those principles still apply. So whether you're using a Google sheet or whether you're using a fancy platform, the main principles apply that each of those different steps just need to be in place. Yeah. And as long as those are in place, then the actual mechanism is, is not as important as hmm. the principle behind it. That's great stuff. I like that a lot. Uda, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna Uda. be thinking about that all day. I Look it up. That. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So, final question for you. Um, yeah. Like 
what mistakes do you see? I mean, obviously you mentioned I'm working with big organizations, small organizations. What are mistakes that you see brands making when they try to tell their story and what advice Mm -hmm. do you have for them to fix it? Yeah. Telling your story. So I think that the first, you know, the first thing that I would say there is most of the time when we, it's funny because when we interact in person, like we rarely, we rarely do the same thing that we do online. When we turn, right. when we go online, we're just, we turn into weirdos. Like, yes, I agree. Like we would never just be like, well, let's wait for everyone else to show up to this party before I start talking to you. Right. Yes. Like, that's right. Like, that's a great No example. one's doing that. Like you're going to start talking to whoever's showing up. Right. Yeah, and so that's a great example. We never kind of do the same things. We fit, we feel like we need to almost change in this alter ego. Right. When mm-hmm. we go online, I always tell people just like get on there and start, you know, telling the story, the more vulnerable you can be, the better. And then the next thing is don't get caught up in features. You know, no one cares that you have a hundred hours of video content. No one really cares. Like, to be honest, what they would like to hear is 30 minutes of video content that does the same thing as the hundred hours. (laughs) So it's more about the benefit or, you know, it's not about the plane. It's the, the, the destination, right? Some people will say, and so it's a matter of not saying the 100 video hours, but the 100 video hours so you can learn all the necessary steps to rock your marketing. Right. So you can you know, take all of that knowledge that's going to save you time, make you more money so you can spend more time with your family, right? Like right. what's the actual end goal? And so as you're telling your story, you know, bring those things in there. You know, stay away from talking about all the, the noise and really get down to what are they actually going through? What's the pain? What's the emotion? It's not the demographic, it's the psychographic. It's what's up here and what's in here for people that they really want to know that you're connected. Hmm. That's great. That's really, really good. I, and it was fun. It's funny. You, I, I have often said, I'm like, if people talk all the time, it's like, well, social media or online, it's like, that's different than real life. I'm like, it shouldn't be. We, yeah. if, if the, the better, the more we acted like our three-dimensional selves, the more fun and interesting content and social media would be yeah. because yeah. we get away from it. And I, I love your example about Zoom. That's hilarious. It's like, we just want to yeah. sit there and, and be yeah. silent. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> or you go, to, you go to a networking meeting and you run around, there's somebody running around just like yelling like, hey, I know so-and-so that came here once. And then they just run off or somewhere, right? Like yeah. that's LinkedIn, like mass messaging, like bots, right? You're just yeah. like, who is this psycho that's just running around like yelling <laughs> stuff, right? Like, let's have conversations, right? Like, yeah. we live in a new economy. Like, people are, people want interaction. People yeah. are starving for human interaction. Yes. So they're going to want, and they're way more skeptical than they ever used to be. Yeah. Like, because of the and, person running around LinkedIn. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Because there's all that going on. And our, I just think we're in a new economy. We're in a new, we're in a new age. And so, it takes high velocity. It takes the right skill set and the right mindset. Um, but anybody can crack their marketing if they're just, you know, they, they're single focus on what the actual goal is and they find the right partners to help them. That's awesome, man. Well, Dallin, I appreciate you taking the time. Um, if somebody wants to find you, where can they find you? Um, shoot me a text, <laughs> you know, give me a call 385-317-3744. Um, or you can find us at roarmedia.io online everywhere. So perfect, man. Well, thank you so much for taking the time. I appreciate it. We'll have to do it again sometime. Okay. Do it. Thanks, Kirby. Appreciate it. All right. Well, that's going to wrap up this edition of Delivering Marketing Joy. We'll see you next time.